to the 15th episode of the 13th Year Podcast. I'm Tim McQuarrie. And I'm Jack Delvin. So this episode is going to be a little shorter than our normal. I know last week's was the longest yet. It was uh, almost an hour and a half, and I actually had to lower the bit rate of the file because uh, it like wouldn't upload. So we'll try, we'll try to make the episodes a little more digestible, but I, I was happy with that episode, I thought. Uncle Tim was a professor. Professor McCorry was a great guest on the show. Yeah, it sounds like uh, I know most people I talk to about it haven't gotten around to it, but it sounds like uh, you've gotten some good feedback from it, which uh, makes me feel good about it. I know both of us were kind of wondering how people would enjoy a longer episode with more kind of varied topics and um, less clear trains of thought and stuff but uh, it sounds like people enjoyed it and enjoyed the stuff we talked about so happy about that yeah so it's been uh, we're recording this a little later than we normally would it has been a ridiculously busy week on my end um so not on my end (laughs) not on jack's end uh let's see i will be leaving puerto rico in four days after so leaving on December 15th after spending all of September, October, November, and half December. So more than three and a half months here. Um, So that's kind of on my plan looking forward. And Jack, if you want to give us a little bit of an update on what you've been up to and what's, what's it looking like going forward? Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll start with, you know, what's already happened. Um, So last time we recorded, I was, in my grandparents' house, uh, kind of near Rochester, Lake Ontario area. Um, and a day after we recorded uh, part two, I got on a train in Rochester and got a four-hour train ride home uh, on Amtrak. And uh, pretty typical train ride, you know, nothing notable to say about that really. Next day, uh, me and my family did our tradition of uh, go going and getting a tree, um, putting up Christmas decorations, and then do you guys cut down the tree? tree? We used to when I was younger, but um, we've discovered that uh, most of the tree places near us generally have pretty good trees. Uh, so we used to think there was a pretty big quality difference, but for a while um, that wasn't the case. However, I think it's about the experience. I I am a just a thousand percent believer in a cut cut down your own tree yeah i i would have enjoyed that too this year we wouldn't have really had the chance even if we wanted to uh just because of scheduling stuff uh, unless we wanted to wait like another week or two but um it sounds so apparently in where where is it like oregon or wherever um they grow all the christmas trees that they have at all these pre-cut places um like 10 years ago or whatever uh, the lifespan is before they start selling them. There was some kind of disease or something that went around and like wiped out a ton of trees and stuff. So the quality of like the average tree you'd find in these places was way less than uh, had been in years past. So it was actually kind of a struggle to find a decent tree, but we did find one that fit well in our new uh, newly arranged fireplace area. So, uh, looks good. Our family kind of rocks with the um, very random miscellaneous 
ornaments and uh, colorful lights. So not the boring colorful ball ornaments and white light type thing. Nope, I disagree again. No way. I am a supporter of the white. I mean, come on, white lights, crisp green Christmas tree, that contrast. You don't you don't want to like commercialize the holiday. Keep it classic. Keep it. Keep it classy. What? How are, how are, uh, first of all, colors are not commercializing the holiday. Second of all, is your disagreement with the light color or is it with the ornaments? Because the ornaments are the bigger deal. Mine's with the light color. Ornaments, do what you want. I think you want like a miscellaneous kind of randomness that kind of represents the people in the house. But lights, I, I have to say, I like a white lights on a Christmas tree. I, Keep it simple. I mean, I don't know. That's those are my thoughts. Disagree with me. <laughs> uh, you know, I do disagree with the lights. I think you can find some pretty good colorful ones, uh, but I I don't really. I'm okay with the disagreement on the lights. I I don't know why you would have just like the typical ball like. No, no, no. Ball. I I agree with you on ornaments. I think you want random weird ornaments like something that. Yeah. Jack made in first grade and like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a little bit of rant. I I know I don't know we we used to in our neighborhood go to the fire department for that like Christmas celebration and like <laughs> like like when I look at the Christmas tree I want to see something that we made like you know 10 years ago in the firehouse just like something that brings back a weird memory like that I think the ornaments those should be representative the lights you know keep them traditional lights are okay I think you can go wherever you want with the lights. But yeah, definitely ornament. Like Christmas is such a big family holiday. The ornament should be a visual representation of your family and your experiences. 100%. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so th- that's what we did. We have a, kind of a moderate level of Christmas decoration. So it does take a few hours to put them up. Uh, so that's what we did that weekend. Um, that week, I really didn't do much. Just kind of small things here and there. But um, I am excited to announce that I got my booster shot on Thursday. Very exciting. Um, pretty un like nothing noteworthy about it, which is kind of what you I don't want. know if that necessarily deserves a pretty exciting. I mean, happy oh, for no, your, I, ha- happy for your responsibility. I which which brand did you get? Oh, Pfizer, of course. Okay. Because I, I was talking with Jordan the other day, and he got the Moderna, and he had like a, um, he described it as a hospital-grade hypothermia. So I don't know if that meant he was at the level where they recommend going to a hospital. But I don't know. I, I, I'll i get my booster shot when I'm back in New York, and I think it's the smart and responsible thing to do. But I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to it. I mean, like, oh, it's no. a shot. I, I was kind of joking about that. But um, <laughs> uh yeah, definitely Pfizer. But I, for I, me, I like that. For me, um, it was just my arm's still a little sore. I got it like two days ago, and uh, I had work the next day. And you know, twenty four hours is when it hits you. And I was at work a few hours after the twenty four hour mark, and man, it just hit me like an absolute train. I I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to my lunch break, but. Oh, I so did you did have some this. side effects. Oh, no. Okay. That's massive over-exaggeration on my end. But, like, I was really tired, and 
I did not eat enough that day because I was sleeping like all day because I was so tired. Um, but I, I don't think those side effects are that big of a deal. And it is kind of good to know that, uh, you know, I have that protection again. It had been over six months and stuff uh, since I got the second dose um, way back in April or whenever it was. So kind of good to, you know, get that booster. But uh, I guess the other thing of note happened last night. Uh, probably one of the craziest, craziest experiences, literally, um, that happened at Target. So I think I've mentioned a few times that um, I'm a cart pusher at Target. It's kind of my my official job. I haven't really been doing that lately, but I did it last night towards the end of my shift. I was there till like 11. So I kind of got the last big round of carts. And I come back inside and I'm hanging out with uh, one of the guys that I've known uh, since I got there last year um, at the guest service desk. At this point, it's so late, like no one's coming in. Um, and there's a phone call and he answers it. He's like, you know, Glenville target, how can we help you? And the lady complains of a person in a beanie, which I was wearing around six feet, which I'm not, but you know, people don't have good judge of height, uh, like following people to their cars. So he's like, okay, we'll, um, make a note of it. We'll tell the, uh, protection security guy who wasn't there at the time. Uh, and hangs up and he comes back. He's like, were you wearing a beanie? I was like, yeah. And we were just laughing about it, thinking that this lady thought the person in the bright yellow, um, like hazard yellow target uh, jacket was following people to their cars. And then, so I go do some reshop, just putting stuff away that people return. Um, and I come back probably 20 minutes later as I'm supposed to be going to clock out. And I see the team lead, the guy I was talking to and then one other person all at the front, like right next to the door or not right next to the door, but between self-checkout and the door. And at this point, there's like no other customers in the store. And I'm like, you know, what's, what's going on? Cause I hear them talking about like updates on the situation over walkie, but I don't really know what they're talking about. Um, and apparently there had been a customer that came in with a speaker around her neck and her boyfriend was talking to her through the speaker. And she was, I don't know if she got anything kind of irrelevant. Um, but like the people were obviously concerned. So employees asked, like, are you okay? Like, is anything wrong? And she's like, uh, my boyfriend has a pretty major schizophrenia and he's like off his medication. And we were eventually able to find out that it wasn't me in the parking lot that was following people to their cars. It was this guy. And he was now like doing all this creepy stuff with his girlfriend in the store. And she's like clearly very concerned about it. And he's just acting like super aggressively to all these people outside. And I still have to leave. So eventually I go clock out and they get someone to drive their car into the parking lot and tell him to leave. And so him and his girlfriend get in the car and they're driving like really slowly past the entrance. Then he stops the car right in front of the entrance, gets out of the car. At this point, only me, the guy that I know, and uh, the one other person. And he like runs into it, into back into Target. Or not back in, he hadn't been in there. He runs in straight at us. Now this, I nope the hell out of there. 
because like there's a literal crazy person it's america like he could have a gun i don't know he could have a knife i don't know so i just kind of nope out of there i walk behind some gas registers and in case he like opened fires on us and (laughs) he, he he just started ranting about like i don't know what you guys thought i did like he was if you weren't paying attention you'd think he would making he was making sense but if you actually like registered what he was saying, it made absolutely no sense and just like crazy talk, literally. And he just kind of ran out. And at that point, we we're all like, all right, this guy clearly has issues. But like, obviously, that could have been way worse, I guess. And eventually they pulled away and kind of thought that was uh, that was it. And I get out. I eventually get out to my car like two minutes later. I'm the only one out there. Pretty much pitch black. We have like no lighting in our big ass parking lot. And like one row away from where my car is, is their car idling with the lights on. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so I have to like walk to my car with these guys who, this guy who just has been doing all this crazy stuff and like yelled at us and whatnot. And just like get in there, lock the doors as soon as I get in and drive away while like making sure they're not following me or anything. But I, it sounds really anticlimactic because it is in when I'm retelling it, but like at the time, like with how little we knew like about the situation and then this guy comes like charging into our store, like the way he did and like knowing what his mental state was, was like really frightening, honestly. Uh, but that was definitely the most uh, exciting thing, I guess, in a bad way that happened to me this week. Yeah, that's that's not exciting in a fun way. <laughs> Uh, yeah uh yeah that's not good so what's your plan kind of as as the holidays come around for work work wise um i'm not totally sure i mean the shifts are like so limited on what i can pick up because everything all the shifts available are for things that i'm not trained for um so i haven't really had much of a chance to pick up anything even if i wanted to um like I think the next available one at this point is like Thursday and we're recording this on a Saturday. So it's really few and far between. Um, but once you guys are here, we'll probably be doing stuff pretty much every day. So I probably won't be doing too much, but then once January rolls around all of that and the internship, so I'll have my hands pretty full. So I'm very okay with giving myself some uh, breathing room this month. Yeah. I think that's probably in your best. You, you don't want to, have to be balancing like i mean i know you experience this a lot during the summer where all our friends will be hanging out and you'll have to do a shift like that's not where you want to be no especially not when we're not really going to get this opportunity again until maybe spring break and even then it's probably less likely people will be around so no you it will be not until summer which is you know oh yeah because you won't at be least back. yeah and it will be, it will be at least five months from now so yeah, it's definitely got to take advantage of it now. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's so. I don't know. That's a pretty. That's an interesting experience for your week. You traveled a little bit, spent some time at home. You know, enjoying the Christmas spirit a little bit. That that's all good. How has the? I, I was wondering this because there was um, some people mentioning it here. Have the supply chain stuff? Is that something you're seeing in Target or just in daily life too much in New York? Um, 
like is there stuff at Target that's like like shelves aren't full or not really? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of shelves that are completely empty in Target, but that's kind of what happens all the time around this time of year. Uh, and I've been in I've been in like so infrequently that it's kind of hard for me to say like how often we've been able to restock, but once again like Christmas season, if you haven't worked retail during Christmas uh, and Thanksgiving, like people kind of start all that shopping then too. Uh, it's absolutely nuts, like how much comes off the shelves. Thankfully, now it's more drive up than it is in store people, so it's not as congested in store. Yeah. Um, and online shopping has obviously alleviated a lot of that, but uh, it is pretty crazy to see how empty some of the shelves can get, especially in like the toys department, which is usually so packed that it's hard to put stuff back when people return it so it kind of hard for me to say on the target end but we have had like coin shortages and stuff but i'm not totally sure that's related to the pandemic or not so yeah hmm. I'm not sure i i don't know we'll see okay. i as i mentioned i'll i'll be back in new york in four days i'm excited i think it'll be really nice and I mean, as we mentioned last week, there's some fun plans. Obviously, just Christmas, families coming from the whole country back to New York. So it'll be great seeing everyone. And then the trip to Boston. I'm sure we'll be able to find some other stuff. We have uh, plans to play some basketball at the Indian Temple. Like, there's there'll be some great stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Enough about the future, I guess, for now. What have you been up to this week? Uh, classic. This past week. Classic Jack transition. Past, I, present, future, just like a Christmas Carol. Boom. Oh, it was, it was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, so it's about a week and a half since we recorded this last one. Um, it, it has been very busy. So we recorded last on, I think it was Wednesday of last week, um, maybe Thursday. But the my you know bosses per se, the founders of the foundation that I'm here with visited to this town in Puerto Rico to check in on the project, help get some stuff moving, check in on how I'm doing, check in. This is the biggest project to date for the foundation, so good to be as involved as possible. And so they were here for this the weekend, which resulted in a very packed weekend. Um, we visited a lot of the sites we had a meeting we had a meeting where we kind of officially decided the 10 which actually ended up being 11 beneficiaries of the project so that was you can imagine you know there were two three representatives from every family we had probably 25 people in the theater here and the founder oh. here spoke and the wait uh, were yeah were the representatives like, did the people who were there know ahead of time that they were the people getting? That? Not not officially. Like, we had visited, you know, the houses that have came, like, three times already and called four or five times. So they knew that they were definitely involved in the kind of final stages of the selection. And this isn't, like, an end-all, be-all, like, you've been selected situation because if people's situations change, if people move or some of the medical necessity changes. It's not a direct, you know, you're getting a system situation, but yeah. um, it was like you're in the last stage and you're very likely going to get it. And 
Anyway, so the director here, the founder of the foundation spoke in front of them all, obviously in Spanish. And then the director of Casa Pueblo, the organization here, asked me to speak. So I have to go speak in front of this room oh, of 30 man. people with without being prepared at all. Like the last time I had a meeting in front of people, it was a lot lower key of a, it was more of a discussion where this was like a straight up presentation. So I had to go up in front of, you know, 25, 30 people and totally wing a, you know, a speech. Which, Another Spanish project. In I, I know. Imagine that you're in front of 25 to 30 people and you've spent the last three and a half months visiting their houses. So I basically described our whole process that we've done thus far and explained how it was so great meeting every one of them and hearing everyone's individual story. And anyway, you know, it wasn't like perfect Spanish, but I got my point across and it, it went all right. And in general, the visit went really well. Went to the first professional basketball team. They had their season opener. So I went to the game and they won like 175. So it was a blowout. It's funny, like going to the game and I walk into the stadium and like walk up kind of courtside and like shake the hand of the mayor and like the owner of the team gives me a hug because they're all people I've met from the work. So it's like you're like a d-list celebrity in the town here it's funny like i feel like i'm you know i don't know spike spike lee walking up here how many people live in uh in In the town town, it's seventeen thousand, so it's about the size of glenville but it's set up in a more you know latin american sense where there's a town plaza so it's like a very condensed area of people and then there's 16 neighborhoods around the plaza in the mountains so it's like it, it feels like more of a community than like Glenville does, for example, because there's this one section where it's like a square park with 22 businesses around it and hotels and churches and a stadium. Like the stadium's legit. It's uh, comparable to like the Glens Falls Civic Center kind of thing. Like it's got like like actual stands of seats 360 degrees around the court. So it's like a legit kind of set up. So anyway, the it was really fun to end the very very busy, you know, early mornings, late night weekend with a basketball game on Sunday night, um, and then since then, uh, been been working on some logistic stuff for tomorrow. I, I got to be up at six. We're recording this pretty late, so I'm not going to be getting too much sleep. But got to be up at six to um, visit all the houses with the solar. Uh, technician to kind of complete our material list just so um, I mean obviously with doing 10 systems the materials are going to be different for each site so kind of confirming and making sure we can order all that supply so the supply chain doesn't come into too too into play so anyway it's been very busy stressful The, the meeting especially was like a specific moment but it was great having kind of guests in town and being able to show them the very pleasant town here and overall great week very busy it's great to be busy and after a busy day tomorrow i have two calmer days i'll be taking the van back to uh, san juan flying to charlotte then flying to new york and i'll be home for three weeks so really excited to be back in new york i i know i'll be I'll be happy to be back here after the time in New York, but 
I'm just waiting for my first slice of pizza, see the snow, enjoy the holiday with family. I think that, along with the trip with the friends, should should be a, a great and fun three weeks. Yeah. What time are you getting in? So my flight from San Juan is at 6 p.m. to 9 to Charlotte, and then from Charlotte to New York, it's 10 to 12 um, with an or nine to 12 because there's an hour time change so i'll be getting in at midnight on when so technically thursday but okay. wednesday night wednesday night and then unfortunately i have a little bit of work to do um i'm gonna speak with some groups in uh troy and then queensbury when i get back but then i'll have three weeks just to enjoy time with friends and family and have some fun ideas that i can't quite talk about the pod yet in the coming episodes we'll we'll be able to discuss some of the things that are cooking here but a lot of fun things fun trips so looking forward to it yeah uh i mean just like you said like we've both been talking about a lot of stuff uh with friends that we can do and just more kind of creative ventures that uh we'll hopefully be able to share uh with our listeners and friends and family and stuff uh later on but yeah, definitely super duper excited for the next uh, two, three weeks, uh, being able to see everyone and kind of do stuff that uh, we used to do when we were all going to Niskayuna, like just go out and play basketball or whatever, and then add on the more, uh, the larger level of independence that we have now and being able to do something like the Boston trip, just super cool, super excited. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, one thing we can talk about is we have a little bit of a plan to to put together a little podcast studio because obviously yeah. we have the video element. So this the I'm hoping that the next next week's episode will have a video element. Um, but if not, then the episode with all the friends 100 percent will. So we'll be able to put a little bit of uh, of time and effort into making the little abode. You know, obviously our club hosts and the namesake of abode media look pretty and i i think that the next episode will be recorded in the abode so abode media will present the 16th episode from the abode so that's exciting to hear oh yeah that's that's gonna be so cool that'll probably be like one of the first things that we do when you get back because you'll be back before uh, most of our friends will be and you said before that uh, your family's gonna be doing stuff uh, right after you get back so yeah i can't wait to put that together and hopefully we're able to actually make something that's uh kind of nice and exciting to be in and record in uh i think yeah, we will I've, i think you know people will have some stuff laying around it'll it'll be nice to get back in that mode of doing like a little hands-on project i mean obviously that's what i've been doing here sort of but being with friends, building something. I mean, that's some of the best memories I can. I mean, I, I don't know how much I can talk about some of the stuff we've built, but uh, those are some of the best memories. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's going to be a great great video episode, great little makeup studio. It, so get excited. So this will be our last kind of uh, recording through Zencaster and from a distance. So. I don't know. I it's well, been for a while. For a while, yeah. I mean, we'll 
we'll be able to get three, maybe four episodes recorded in person. So almost a month. And I mean, the last 14 weeks, long, actually longer than that, because we missed a week. The last 15 weeks, you've obviously traveled across a lot of the US and Europe and been spending time in New York without all the friends been there. So any kind of like initial reflection or anything that you've kind of noticed over the last 15 weeks? Um, well, I guess this reflection will be kind of based around the podcast because uh, I think that's kind of what you're uh, going for. But um, yeah, I mean, thinking back to our first recording was all the way back when Alice was still here uh, and we were in, me and her were in Wrightsville in North Carolina um and i don't i didn't even have this microphone yet that i've been using since then just been on uh, airpods uh i think we were still kind of figuring out zencaster and just our whole setup and it took us a few episodes to figure out the facetime zencaster combination and just everything to make it kind of as good as we could as good as we could on a budget uh and i think we've done that really really successfully and i'm really proud of the uh uh, process that we have honestly and i think we make it pretty easy for our guests which is pretty important when we have someone usually every week uh barring this week and i think like maybe one other yeah um but yeah that's i think that's definitely something to be proud of that we were able to figure out something uh so successful for us at least and the product that we want to put out in such a short amount of time and then also just the podcast being kind of the one constant and also like the one thing that uh, like I have to do every week in a good way. Like it's kind of like having a school project or something that you want to do. And yeah. You're like, all right, I have to go do this. And it's like I have to put time aside for it like every week. But it's something that I want to do and I know will be like super beneficial for me in the future. Listen back to and whatever. Um so yeah, like being able to do that like in Wrightsville and then when I was back here and then out in Utah and Colorado, Montana, then all the way in Ireland and the UK and stuff. Uh, there's kind of like the me recording the actual memories and, the, and then the memories of like doing the recording in all these different places and having to figure out what to do when there was no internet uh, in Yellowstone and having to go to a breakfast place and like go through all those loopholes and having to figure out the time change when we were, when I was in the British Isles and just kind of that whole process, um, which is something that we won't have to do as much when you're here. We'll have to figure out uh, what our process will be in person. But uh, I think we've kind of come a long way, even, the, even though it's not as easy to see um, from the listener side. It's not like a YouTube channel channel where you can watch back like, two or three years ago and see a massive quality difference usually. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm super proud of what we've put out and I can't wait to keep it going in the future. And I think we've done a really good job personally. Yeah. I think obviously from a technical standpoint, it's worked out. I mean, I've, you know, repeating what you've said, I've been really happy with the show. I mean, this will be episode 15, you know, actual released recording number 16. And in terms of, getting it together i mean we've the system has been great but more than that i think from my end i've i've really appreciated it. i know obviously 
being here, like I, I mean, flew in on the island, literally not knowing a single person. I knew zero people. And from that moment, I was relying off like a weird connection of calling this woman to come pick me up from the airport. And there were some just weird times that I found myself in where having the sense of normalcy and talking weekly with both you and a friend, I have really appreciated and I know I've benefited from. And beyond that, um, I think recording, I I just know, like I've even listened back to some of the episodes, uh, not in their entirety, but kind of skipped through a couple in the past. And like, I think it will be a resource that will really appreciate that we did going forward and uh, kind of having a moment where each week we have a time to reflect on what we've been up to and we've been doing some very exciting things. I mean, like you said, you've recorded from just some pretty extraordinary places. I obviously haven't had as much variability in the locations I've been sitting down to do the podcast, but I think having a little bit of time to reflect on some of the amazing things that, that we've both been able to do um, I've really appreciated that. So I just want to say thank you to you and happy with the product and very thankful that it's really worked out. I mean, I, I don't think it could have worked out any better than if, if I had wanted it to. Yeah. Uh, just kind of picking back up what you said real quick, like just that, yeah, constant sense of normalcy and like being able to reflect like weekly, uh, is really like so valuable, especially when, uh, you, like it's not just a conversation like we have to talk about it and it's recorded and then it's a process and like think about how we're going to get it out there and then a week later listening back to it it just really cements like all the memories that we've been making like this is kind of like if you think back i don't know two years some random week in march like even if there was something uh kind of memory worthy happening you don't tend to reflect on it when you're in that kind of grind state of school sports whatever friend stuff's going on uh so this like chance to really reflect on everything and like say it out loud and record it and listen back to it is just like such a great thing to do and honestly even if you're not going to put it out to other people like recording yourself or with a friend or just talking every week with someone just reflecting on what you've been doing how you've been feeling and stuff I think can be just so valuable for the majority of people. Yeah, I, I think it, I'm sure it's quite healthy. And so kind of beyond that, you've had, um, I don't know, definitely some of the some of the weeks you've had over the last 16 have been some of the most exciting and memorable that, that you'll ever have. So is there any kind of initial reflections you have from, I mean, you've seen a lot and been a lot of places like, Anything from from those those kind of experiences that that stands out? Yeah, uh, I guess this is kind of the end of a chapter almost. Uh, it's kind of like this chapter. Then there'll be kind of like the interlude of people coming back, and then I'll be off to the internship, and that'll be kind of its whole uh, own thing. So, um, I mean, just like the appreciation that I have for our national parks is just skyrocketed, like any chance that I can get to go see like how amazing nature is, I'll definitely uh, be taking that opportunity. And I'm sure once the weather gets a little better, um, I'll probably be going out of my way a bit more to go on some hikes 
just around uh, in the Adirondacks. So, like we have this great, like natural, beautiful natural area right next to us. And I feel like I haven't really taken enough advantage of that. So that's definitely kind of changed in me. Like I've really, I really want to be able to go appreciate all that. And then uh, just going to Ireland and seeing Alice is just like crazy because we've been talking for like three years, I guess at this point, dating for uh, over two years and just to kind of go back and like tell myself three years ago that the girl I was talking to, like I'd eventually fly over to Ireland to see her and like stay in her house for three weeks and go on a trip with her and her family would have like blown my mind. So uh, it's just like kind of crazy stuff to think about in retrospect. Uh, and honestly, like as a whole, I know 2021 has been really, really, really rough for a lot of people out there. Um, as far as, uh, you know, the virus and job security and, uh, all that type of stuff. But this has probably been one of the best years of my life. So to finish it off by going to all these parks and being able to see Alice and go out to Europe and stuff, uh, is really just putting the bow on it and I couldn't have asked for much more. Yeah. uh, I, I, I agree. And I mean, we, we, before we recorded the podcast, we were talking about some of the great memories over the years. I'm, I, I, with full confidence can say, I don't like think I've ever been in a better spot than I feel right now. Like I'm just really happy with where I'm at and, as you said, it's been a great year. So so I want to ask you, you know, our first episode, we talked a lot about why we were taking this year away. And now that this almost marks the halfway point, are you happy with that decision? I know, as you said, this is kind of the end of a chapter. Um, and And for me, it will be the end of the first time I've been away ever for really anything longer than a month. So from your end, like, are you happy with your decision? And, and yeah, I I guess that's really just the question. Yeah. You know, actually I think any time I, uh, if you had asked me in past weeks, I would have like instantly said yes. And I think my answer is still like, I, I'm definitely happy with my decision. Although I do like distinctly remember probably like two nights ago, I was just thinking like, man, I don't know if this was the right choice, honestly. Uh, just kind of the idea of almost being delayed a year compared to all your friends um, in the terms of like going to school and then eventually graduating and getting a job from that graduation. Like it's so drilled into our head that that's the process. So to kind of have that entire year where they're going to be graduating, I'm still going to have another year and same thing getting into the workforce obviously depends on graduate school and stuff but um like i don't know i was just questioning it for a while just kind of thinking i kind of get in these states where it's just a lot of reflection and uh inner thought and dialogue and stuff um but yeah i mean i i had so much fun over the past few months um just experiences that i could have had like no other time in my life and would be hard to find another uh, four months uh, span or however long in the future where I'd be able to do the same 
level and same amount of stuff uh, that I'd been doing. So I definitely, I thought about it and definitely do not regret my choice. I think uh, my answer could change if I really, really hate the internship and like all the crappy weather here and stuff gets me down, uh, which it has in the past. But um, I don't think that's going to happen and hopefully it doesn't. But as of right now, I am pretty happy with my decision. But uh, yeah. what about on your ends? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of repeating myself, but I I couldn't be more... I don't think I could be more happy with how it turned out. Um, like, I don't know. There was... I wanted to learn Spanish and do some good work, and that's exactly what I've been doing. I I think, I mean, just analyzing that, it's turned out to be more work than learning Spanish and putting myself out there, which I think is totally a good thing. Like being able to stay busy and working with, you know, um, the local partner here, like we're working almost every day on the project, which has been great and obviously helps the learning a lot. Like, I don't know if there's a better way to learn than being put in all these serious situations. So that I, I couldn't be happier. I, 1000% I'm happy with my decision. And one of the points that I've even, you know, thought about after some of the recordings is I think being able to talk to a lot of the friends who are kind of having the freshman experience and hearing their positives and negatives and what's worked out and what's haven't, I think even that has been a powerful point of reflection and something that, like, I definitely feel like I've learned just so much and grown and changed as a person in a very positive manner through all my time here and all of the relationships I've made and weird and great and fulfilling experiences I've had thus far. But I think even talking to some of the friends through the pros and cons of what they've been through, I think that going into next year, both of us will have just a better perspective as we start our university college experience as well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, also just because of age and experience, probably kind of get off on a more uh, mature footing, I guess, which could help us as well. Yeah, yeah. I No disrespect, no disrespect to anyone else, but we're kind of, I feel like to a certain extent, we're kind of learning from some of their mistakes. And I think oh, aside yeah. from that, um, yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just so happy with where I'm at. I'm going to be like it's the perfect balance of I'm going to be sad to leave here, happy to see New York. And I know that after, I think it will be just a great time in New York through the holiday season, all the great stuff planned that by the time I come back here, you know, I'll, I'll miss it, but I'll be ready to get back to work. And by the time I come back, there's just going to be so much to do and we're going to start doing the project. I just know it's going to be so fulfilling. And I think it's just worked out perfectly. And I think, um, both of us have experienced a lot, and I think that uh, I think we'll 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 appreciate that way more than we already do. And I I don't know I I'm really happy with it, and I think the podcast has played a great part in that you know happiness. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I 100% agree with the fact that looking back on it, it will be something that will treasure for our entire lives even more so than we do now so definitely yeah 
so that brings us to the end of the 15th episode of the 13th year. I want to thank you all for listening. This, as as we've said, it will be then the first chapter of the 13th year here. Uh, this will be the last remote recording, and we'll be back in person, both in New York. So thank you for everyone that's listened, and thank you for everyone that hasn't listened. It's just been great. <laughs> Uh, so make sure to check out the website abodemedia.org where we have not put too many updates on there. There's some great posts from a couple weeks ago. It's really just been the podcast on there lately, but I think uh, in the near future we'll, we'll be able to put some more stuff up there. But check out the website. Check out the social media for some updates on the podcast episodes. Turn reminders on. We thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Uh, episode 60 next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>